stop. Daily thoughts. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. All right, guys, we are back. Uh, another edition of D Train Daily. Trying to uh, figure out what to talk about, honestly. Uh, Get through the summer summer slump here, but Yankees are good. They're decent. Yeah, they're decent. Uh, yeah. Four, five. That's not bad. It's better than before. It's pretty good. You know, did just beat the A's, which is a pretty big accomplishment. Um, first in the West. Actually, I think they slept now, right? They're. Yeah, below, yeah, they're below the Astros now because the Astros been on yeah, the Astros are number one in the league, at least rankings wise. Um, Jeez, please. Yeah, we need to we need to end that. <laughs> yeah. Eighty six that right now. Um, I need to go to Astros games because I don't want to show any support for that. Well, you went to an Astros game recently, right? Yeah. How was that? Still fun. Beers are cheap. They still got margaritas that are a foot long. Great ballpark. Just hate the team. Good hate. vibes. Good vibes. We also got Wander Franco promoted, so that was fun. Yeah, just us. We went to a Bulls game out here in Durham. Dave yeah, made I, I, down. I, went, I went to go see him. Yeah. It's been fun. Went to go make sure I was alive, and we caught a Durham Bulls game. And uh, Wander Franco, we got him promoted. That was pretty good. We told the manager directly, just send that kid up. Yeah, and it, it somehow worked. Like, he's going to be just a pain in our ass for the next, I don't know, half a decade. Until the Rays inevitably sell them, obviously. But yeah, it'll be about that. five or six years. So <laughs> Maybe shorter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're back a few weeks after the All-Star break, so we thought we'd take assessment, some stock of where the team's at. Uh, stonks are up. Stonks are up. Been a very inconsistent year. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, um, hopefully trending upward now, but so far it's been pretty eh. Yeah, depending where you're at, you either think this is the thing that's going to turn them around a corner or they're going to go right back to the team that they usually have been where it's just like perfectly 80, like eight game win pace or something like that. Um, they don't exactly have the easiest task coming up right now with the Royals, who have been like a sneaky, like pesky bad team, I guess. Their run differential is not good. And their offense has been very streaky outside of Salvador Perez. And I think Benatendi are probably the two best hitters, I guess. Um but yeah, this is a uh, this is where the Yankees tend to struggle. They somehow do really poorly against the bad teams. They should just beat by a lot. So hopefully they keep it up before we face Boston. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Cole on the bump game one. So got to start off well. Keep the streak going. Do we think uh, Gary starts tonight at all? Or I mean, we're going to talk about it later on, but I hope so. I think that the Royals aren't enough of a deep hitting team where we could probably get away with putting Gary back there and Cole could suck it up and just pitch to him. Whereas with a better team, you would probably need Higgy just to give him that confidence. But I think he could probably shove it and get it done on his own. Yeah. I feel like this is a, this is the right time to do it. Just keep Gary going. There's yeah. no way they're going to DH Gary to sit Sands bat. Who's been red hot. That's another thing we need to talk about. John Carl Sand needs to play the field. Like, yeah, it's been We're enough. Definitely getting into that. He's doing his conditioning. He's getting his reps in. He's running the field. Just going to see how it goes. Um, but he definitely needs to get back out there so we can keep Gary in that DH slot just in case. Yeah, just keep him fresh. Just keep the bat in there. Um, the thing we're saying is he only gets hurt. He gets hurt running the bases and swinging. He, for the most part, has not gotten hurt in the outfield. 
not in recent times at least like yeah there's especially playing right field at yankee stadium like if you want to give judge a breather or anything like that it's not going to be super taxing on him yeah like, it doesn't strike me as a guy who's going to go all out Clint frazier diving for balls that are probably fairly catchable or out of his way so i think he'll we'll probably be safe in the field he graded as a relatively good right fielder too like coming out of uh, miami for like a long time like he's and even that year uh, 2018 when he had to fill in for judge for the most part he was pretty good out and right yeah he's got a not a cannon of an arm like judge but it's pretty good and like i don't know take strong routes to the ball like i don't see any harm of just putting him out there and right when you need him to yeah, and that's the thing about playing right field in Yankee Stadium. You don't need a monster arm. Like, yeah, of course you're going to need to have some strength for when there's a guy on second and a hit comes to you, you're trying to throw him out at home. But for the yeah. most part, I don't think it's going to be the worst thing in the world just to have his glove out there. We're a team that lived with Nick Swisher as our starting right fielder for the better part of half of a decade. Like, we'll be okay. Yeah, but he was a fan favorite, so it made sense. I mean, yes, but also a horrendous outfielder. Yes, that yeah. too. Also, yeah. one of the worst home run derby performances I've ever seen. Ooh, a full goose egg. Yeah. Well, then we had Cano the next year, and that was pretty bad too, or two years later. Yeah. Thanks, Kansas. Um, full circle because we came back to the Royals. Um, speaking of outfielders, uh, Miguel Anduar. He's okay now, maybe. He, he might be okay. He might be okay. He is doing better than Clint recently. And what have you done for me recently is most important thing in the world right now so i'm happy with him just about keeping it going i feel like the one thing you're always going to get from me and he's is he's going to swing at baseballs like that guy is not passive whatsoever he gets aggressive in the box which is the exact opposite of literally everyone on this team yeah there are too many times when i see our hitters up at the plate just staring at fastballs or slow off speed going down the middle and it's very infuriating (laughs) It's incredible because remember the early half of the season, we were just watching Clint look at strike three constantly, just right down the middle. Like, just yeah. take a rip, man. You have the – like, Brian Cashman has labeled you as the guy that has legendary bat speed. Just take a hack. Maybe he is swinging so fast, <laughs> we're just not seeing it. Have we considered that part yet? I, either way, it's a strike, so. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Miggy seems to have taken a nice hold over the left field starting spot. Um, he's getting consistent eight Bs, which has been the problem over the past – Three years now, I believe, or two years at least, that he's been a part-timer. Yeah, the eternal uh, trade ship. Yeah, people have just been like, oh, what can we get from him? What, like, what can you do? The bat plays no matter what. Like, We're now seeing it. As long as you get that guy consistent ABs, you're not trying to platoon him. You're not trying to give him, you know, like he's a reserve. No, if you play him every day, he will show up to hit. Like, he'll, he takes hacks. Yeah. Um, who do you think should be the starting left fielder going forward? Like, do you think Clint's on the table? Or will they try to flip Miggy because his value is rebounded? I mean, we're going to talk about trades later, but if you can get a starting pitcher that you like for Andujar, I say you can do that and put Clint back in left. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always a part of me that feels that Clint is the guy in the future. I don't know why. I guess I've just been conditioned this way from being so aggressive about playing him over Gardner for so long. That's fair. I but I say- think for now – near future i like anduhar in this position more than half of the time and then clint the other half or They're both half and half yeah the value they both provide is definitely not in their glove regardless of clint was a cold glove finalist last year um their job is to hit like that's literally what you're supposed to do as the left fielder i guess between the two of them because we've seen some adventures with miggy out there it's fun but in like a terrifying way 
He doesn't take great routes of the ball at all. Um, we'll say that. Yeah. He is still learning. Um, the arm will definitely play because he's definitely got a cannon of an arm. That's for sure. Um, Clint equally so, but they're not the greatest fielders. Their job is to hit right now. Miggy's hitting Clint's not. So that's kind of the issue, which is why Miggy's in the playing time. I'm in the boat where it's just ride out the rest of the year. See who gets hot. See, see who, see who gets hot or stays hot and just reassess from there. If the right, chip comes across the deadline and they want you know one or the other i'd say just look into it um yeah i don't think think you can withhold anyone off the table at this point i think you just gotta yeah if the right price comes around for and we'll talk about chips like who like you should probably target for like in terms of a starter i guess and then also like if you can get a couple outfielders too like let's say you can reshore with you know, like a like two outfielders at the deadline as well as a starter, then you definitely flip one of them, I'd say. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, I'm not really picky between the two. I'm not the biggest Clint guy. Um, I don't think I ever have been. When he got traded over, I was really excited about him, of course. And he's been he's had his moments, of course. Last year was definitely awesome to watch him rake, finally healthy, finally getting consistent playing time. But fact of the matter is he hasn't shown up. Miggy has. I've been a big Miggy supporter for the most part. I think the bat plays anywhere. Uh, there's also the, the the dark horse nuclear option where you just trade Luke Voigt and try to see if Miggy can hack it at first, which is just like the ultimate like. Oh God. Yeah, it's the ultimate just like uh, fu scenario. Yeah, I. <laughs> no defense, just vibes. Yeah, just, I mean, this team is just built off of bad vibes at this point, so might as well keep it going. Yeah. I remember them saying that Luke Voigt had no value last year when he led the league in home runs. <laughs> and I'm assuming he, that value is probably lower. So we're into the negative somehow. Yeah. Uh, now that he's coming off of injury and we don't really know how he's going to perform, but we're going to see what happens. Um, the nuclear option. I. It, that's the stuff that you dream about. Like in when you're playing MLB the show, that's the stuff that you would do. Like you just yeah. like turn around and like, Oh, I'm going to throw uh, Andrew Hart first, keep Clinton left. And I'll just trade a, um, like Voigt for, I don't know, Trevor Story or some random pitcher or something like that. Hey, if you can pull it off, I'm all for it. But I don't know if there's going to be that many pieces out there for you to snag in exchange. No, that's more of like a – that's a pipe dream option out of yeah. all of them. There's no way the Yankees agree to that, and there's probably slimmed a little chance that someone's going to be like, yeah, we'll take the first baseman with injury problems uh, and give you this really nice piece. Yeah. Um, the more likely your option is they ride out the rest of the year with the two of them. Uh Clinton, Andy Hart, that is, and uh, reassess hopefully at the uh, in the off season. So, so we always do, baby. We always wait for the off season. Every time, and nothing comes, but we'll see. Maybe this will be the off season changes. He said wistfully. Um, other hot topic: Yankees universe, the uh, sticky stuff. We're fine. Yeah. I mean, Eric Cole has all but admitted that he used it, but his what his RPM little bit down but he's doing fine he's still performing i would say at or just slightly below the level of what he's being paid to perform at so i have no issue with it um maybe there are some pitchers on this team who should start using the sticky substances but i don't think it's killing us as much as maybe other people thought it would have killed us doesn't really appear so um he's finding other ways to do it he uh regressed on using the last time out against the blue jays he stopped on the changeup as much as he has been this entire season and he went very fastball heavy and for the most part it worked he went eight innings looked pretty solid out there didn't get the whiffs that he wanted which is the issue he needs to strike out more bats of course 
because this was a guy who was on a 300 strikeout pace at the beginning of the season, and now he's below that, which is fine. I'm not expecting him to strike out 300 every year or anything like that, but clearly something played an issue there. We're not going to over-speculate about that, even though he did more or less admit to using it. Um, but, yeah, um, he's a guy that likes to tinker, uh, not in so much like sign, mad scientist way that like a Trevor Bauer would say, like the way he does it. Um, but he's in the lab with Matt Blake, probably working on this stuff. And he's probably just going to go, he might go fast with Hubby. We'll see you tonight too. Yeah. It's We're find out today. It's a little, it's raining right now in New York. Um, hopefully the game doesn't get rained out. It's definitely going to be humid tonight. Uh, we'll see if. Uh, what? One of the weather reports said game will probably be delayed a little bit, but it's probably not canceled. So. Yeah, so it's not going to be the best night for grip uh, in terms of uh, holding on to pitches. This will be a big test night, honestly, actually coming to think about it. Um, hopefully the game is played. If it's not, and we'll see tomorrow or whenever. Um, but yeah, let's say like the conditions are like they are right now. Let's say it's really wet, really humid outside. It'll be interesting to see how he grips the baseball. Um, I expect him to get it done. Uh, and, you know, he's not the only person complaining about it. Tyler Glass now literally blamed his UCL tear on the fact that he had to adjust everything with his repertoire. Like he tacitly admitted to, like just openly admitted, I, I've used this stuff. I do use it. And now because I can't use it, I have to overcompensate. And now I tore my arm. I need this stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll, they should just use a tackier baseball. Like Japan and Korea, those leagues out there, they use, they specifically, the, I think it's Mizuno makes the balls, at least for Japan. They use a tackier baseball to begin with. Like there's a set, yeah. like it's already tacky. Yeah, I saw Darvish brought over a few from Japan. I think it was for the Padres and the Cardinals. I think they were playing them at the time. And I said, think so. I really like them. So that might be the move in the future. Some, a little bit of collaboration, but I mean, Major League Baseball is run by a bunch of morons. So that'll probably never happen. Yeah. Ball, and the dead ball era number two is going to resume. The offense has been going up, though, since they've been trying to limit uh, sticky stuff, although correlation does not equal causation, as a uh, statistician like myself would like to point out. Um, it's getting warmer out. Warmer months usually lead to more offense. That's a fact. It's always been like that. So, in. Pitchers are getting tired. Yeah. You're adjusting back to 162 games. Like, there's a, there's a bunch of different factors to account for that. There's a lot of outliers and whatnot. But, um, I'll take uh, offense anyway. We can get it. I don't. Yeah, care. it's starting a tide. You're getting more offense now, which is nice, regardless. Um, they should just develop at least ta- like I don't know. Our two cents would be to develop attack your basal or at least a legal substance that they could use to grip the ball. That's it. Yeah, you got to do one or the other. At least that's all. I'm at, that's all we're asking for because like clearly it does help them. I know gives them technically an unfair advantage, of course, but like if they are complaining about gripping the ball and like it does seem kind of slippery sometimes, like you should try to develop something, but anyways, hopefully they get into that. I know Rawlings have been trying to develop attack your baseball a few years ago and Petrus outright hated it. They were like, this is dumb. This is useless. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. With that. Uh, the next thing they're going to go after though is uh velo. They're going to try to bring guys like they're really going to try to bring guys like uh, glass now down big time. Yeah. Well, I mean, his arm got detonated. So yeah, just like that. Rat. It has been brought down all the way. Yeah, it's uh, not great. Um, that'll probably be the next thing they try to combat. I feel like that, but just moving the mound back is going to be the next logical option. Unless they can fix this baseball in a way that just 
gets us back to a slightly less version of 2017 to 2020 where there's a lot of offense, but maybe not as many home runs, just better hit balls. So maybe you're attack, like, yeah. I guess attack your baseball with a little bit more drag to it. Yeah. would be the best way to go about it. Like a legal tacky substance somewhere around there. And then more drag in the ball. So like you could, I don't know. You're probably you probably you should enlarge the baseball. I have no idea what that would do, but I'm saying it now out of my mouth. I actually don't know like that would work. I think pitch. I think baseball. I think hitters are just so accustomed to like hitting a ball yeah. at a certain size. Like it'll definitely mess with them a little bit because we've seen <laughs> baseball players go up against like I, I know softball is obviously not like that's the closest equivalent, of course, because the balls are obviously bigger in softball. We've seen baseball players go up against like softball players before. That video of Pujol striking out against Jenny Finch cracks me up every time. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's necessarily a solution, but it's a, it's an option, I guess. I don't know. We don't get paid for this anyways. So hopefully they're doing something. I doubt it because Rob Benfred is just – There are no things to worry about, Dave. He's a busy man. Is he now? He's trying to get rid of the Rays and the A's at the same time. God, one day. On that, we can agree, Rob. It's time for the Tropicana to end. It really is. We need to end that. There was a piece on The Athletic today that really grinded my gears a little bit. Um, anyways, we digress. Um, so, yeah, we're getting close to the All-Star break. Uh, you've, you do, uh, you make a ballot yet? You fill out a ballot? No, I refuse to vote. Oh. I don't have to exercise my constitutionally God-given right to vote. How dare you take our name of our, our commissioner Rob Medford in vain? How dare you take his name? I, all I'm saying is that I'm pretty lazy and I didn't vote yet. But no matter what I do, I don't think Gary Sanchez is getting it. God damn it. I've been trying. <laughs> all right. He's like over 100,000 plus votes below the guy in third. Yeah, he's probably not going to make it. Um, Gary, though, having obviously the resurgent year that he's having, which is awesome to see. The haters yeah. are furious. Uh, I am still Gary. I am still. He tweeted out just the link to the All Star game, and then just I am still Gary. The hashtag, and that was it. That was probably the the greatest tweet of all time. He might be all the way back. That's the confidence right there. That's he what might be. See. the uh, the naysayers, the decriers, the haters, as we will call them. Uh, have just been liking to point out that uh, that we've seen this from Gary before, where he goes on a little bit of a tear and then he regresses a little bit. Obviously, that's baseball. All right, people regress. There are freaks of nature like Mike Trout who don't do that at all, ever. Yeah. Um, but that happens. Guys, goes to their ebb and flows. Just enjoy the fact that he's hitting right now. Like, you want to know Kyle Higashi's numbers like on the season? They're really not good. Yeah. This is your other option. He provides no offense, and the offense in general has not been hitting. So we need something. Let and this go. is nice. This is nice to have. We're back to the way we should be, where we have our hard hitting catcher hitting consistently or more consistently than he has in a long, long time. So this yeah. is how Yankee baseball should be. His value comes from his bat. We've known this for a long time. Obviously if he isn't hitting, then like he doesn't really offer much, but he's hitting his defense is left because his framing is no longer as good as it used to be. And the blocking has been fine. I haven't seen any issues with the blocking. I feel like he's had like huh. a couple of uh, that wild night in Toronto though, or sorry, Buffalo, uh, please. Don't slander yeah. Buffalo like that. Yeah, that was a fun night. <laughs> he uh, he do he deep the uh, he faked out the ump on that 
clear pass ball that he just didn't catch and he thought it was just like he was like oh it's a foul tip like definitely wasn't a foul ball but the ump kind of hit and he's like are you good that was the ultimate way to play it off honestly kudos to him on that but uh yeah he knows how to sell it and that's that's what we need plus you can always blame the umpire it's the easiest It, these things happen. All right, so Gary's number or Higgy's numbers on the year right now. He's batting 186, 271 OVP, slugging 407. His OPS plus is 87. Like he gives you power. He's a great backup. I'll never take that away from Higgy. Like honestly, he does his job and he does his job well. Like he will. He's a perfectly fine backup. That being said, I'd rather take the guy who's just killing the ball right now. Is providing most of our offense um, as of today. Yeah. Yeah, Gary's batting 237, 340 OBP, slugging 480, 127 OPS plus. This is this is the best number he's had since like 2019, which not that far away, but it's like right in line with like that year. OPS plus is pretty much exactly identical to 2017. Like, I'm not gonna be like he's good, he's all the way back. He, he still has a ton of swing and miss in this game. We know that, but he's driving the ball. The other day in Yankee Stadium, he's going oppo with a double. He gave us our only runs of the game against the A's on uh, Sunday. Um Flat out, he's hitting better. Hopefully, it sustains itself and we can keep him around. I like Gary a lot. Um, Got hot bat. Let him keep swinging. Yeah, him and Miggy are fun to see. I didn't know they were boys growing up, actually. Like, they were kind of – they grew up kind of close to each other in the DR. Uh, at least that's what uh, Meredith Morakovitz was talking about. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they uh, – like, Miggy is slightly younger than him. Uh, Gary uh, and him grew up on, like, a couple of, like, just youth baseball teams down there and, like, they were checking every now and then. And obviously they, their two Yankees have gone through their ups and downs in the past couple of years. Um, last year, of course, very bad for both of them. He got some playing time finally and couldn't really do much with it. 2019, Miggy was injured. Gary had an all-star year, but really fell off in the second half. So they're two guys who have just gone through their ups and downs. And we really thought they were going to be part of the team for this foreseeable future as of like 2018, 2017. And uh, it's good to see the two of them hitting again. Uh yeah, they're carrying the offense right now, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, other all-star matters. I feel like Judge is a lock at this point, and Garrett yeah, Cole. Yeah, Judge is in second for outfielder, so he's definitely a lock to go in. Yeah, for the fan vote at least, Judge is probably going to be one of the starters at least. He's going on the next round of voting because they're doing tiered voting at least or multiple levels of that. Um, DJ might crack the next level. Yeah, DJ's uh, in third right now. So yeah. does, does Gio have a shot? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I've been trying to pump him unless up. He, a, unless you start putting in 100,000 votes a day. Uh, well, you're only allowed five. But I tried. Uh, Gio, I thought, is having a relatively great season. Nothing. Gio isn't in the top five. Uh, damn. Nothing, like, super spectacular, I guess. But, like, I don't know. I, I feel like Gio's had a relatively good year. I don't know. He has had a good year. He's been flashing that leather really well. recently. He has above league average OPS+. plus. He hasn't been... Hitting the crap out of the ball. Numbers are down compared to what they usually are, but I don't know. I feel like he's been fine. Yeah, like you said. Denver, come on. It's fine. That, that derby's going to be fun. Yeah, Shohei's going to go off. I wonder who else is going to be in there. We'll come back to that later. Um, but yeah, I feel like he's probably going to be there. Cole probably gets a nod, too. He might. I don't think he'll be the starter. Eh, he might be the starter, actually, depending on how things line up. Although I feel like they're probably going to do Shohei for funsies. Oh God! Yeah, that would be that would be the thing to do. Yeah, they're gonna do that. Um, Chapman probably gets a nod. I feel like in terms of closers. Yeah, but that might be it. To be honest, 
those four, DJ, Judge, Chapman, and Cole. I don't think DJ makes the actual team itself. I feel like – He's the uh, – yeah, DJ is probably – it's definitely going to be the Judge, Cole, Chapman, and then DJ's kind of floating right now. But yeah, I, he's, he's making it to the next round of voting, but I don't know if he makes it as, as a bench option because I don't think he's going to win the fan vote, honestly. I feel like Simeon yeah. and Altuve have – unfortunately have better chances yeah. of making it to the fan vote than he does. Yeah, but the important um, thing with DJ is he's starting to hit better, and that's what we truly need. Yeah, his exit is back up, it's up in the mid nineties, hundreds. So he's driving the ball a little bit more, a little more authority. Um, I'm trying to think, whether well, all stars. I guess like because you know, probably we're only gonna have like one starter from the fan vote, which will be Judge, and then like reserves. I feel like Gary probably makes it for catcher, just because the state of catchers around baseball is just dismal. Yeah. Um. Like Salvador Perez probably should win the fan vote. Um, Those Royals fans are rambunctious with the voting. They know, they know how to stuff a ballot down there in Kansas City. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah. Uh, any other reserves? Clint Frazier for <laughs> I'll start Clint Frazier for starting outfield. God, starting center field in Colorado, no less. Oh God. Can Maybe he'll get accustomed to his surroundings and he'll like it out there. Maybe. Then we could just say we just magically swap Clint Frazier for Trevor Story. It'll be fine. Chief, you can just hang out there. It's fine. It's okay. We're gonna go. We're gonna go now. Uh, But yeah, so that's probably it for All Stars for the Yankees, though. All things considered, with the up down year we've had, mostly down. uh, Not bad to have what two or three representatives. Yeah. Judge probably just based on fan stuff, and then honestly, if you want to throw like a random reliever in there, because there's always like one guy who just gets holds, I'd yeah. give it to Lasagna out of all of them. Give me Johnny Johnny Lasagna. Hey, he was my pick for a breakout Yankee, and he's done exactly that. And you've been kind of right about the Monty thing too. Yeah, he hasn't actually oh. broken out, but he's been like our number two, honestly, because he's probably the most consistent after Cole. <laughs> well, the problem with him being a number two is that the rest of the guys have been so bad. That it's Place upon his lap. Domingo's been fine. He's just been a he's in a little bit of a bump now in June, so that's kind of an issue. Yeah. Um, that might be just him getting accumulated back to a full season, which kind of sucks. But hopefully, he can straighten that out because we kind of need him. Uh, other than that, the state of the pitching is awful. Which brings us to our next topic: uh, trade deadline stuff, which is probably what we're going to be talking about for the next like few episodes until we hit the deadline. Honestly, yeah, this fluctuates every week. This this is our bread and butter right here. Yeah, we like just thinking of guys who might fit the team. Um, let's just start with the rotation, guys. I guess. I still want that gas. Yes, and you had better deliver. Yeah. Uh, well, the big name is probably John Gray. Everyone keeps talking about him. Um, yeah. But you had a nice point on like what exactly he would provide for us. Yeah, I was saying earlier when we were discussing this possibility that John Gray is doing essentially what you wanted Tyone to do when you brought him in. So you would prefer to just have Tyone come back to what we hope him to be. And then you don't have to spend assets on John Gray. Um, But if you're going to get a guy based on the rest of the list that we're going to discuss, it seems like Gray is probably the most attainable. Um, Yeah. That's going to be like a lot of, uh, it's going to be like a big package deal too. Uh, People are going to keep speculating on like, Oh, what if you can get, John Gray and Trevor Story in one fell swoop. Like that is kind of the nice pipe dream. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know how much that benefits us right now. Like Voight's coming back off the IL, like unless Voight's going in that package, which I could see honestly because they don't they haven't had a first baseman since I don't know Todd Helton at this point. Um, unless you honestly give the shot to the Birdman, which I hope they do. R.I.P. Greg Bird. Um, but yeah, like John Gray, Trevor Story, that'd be a nice package deal. I don't think I see it happening honestly. I feel like Story's probably they might not even trade him honestly because Colorado's weird like that. They're run by a bunch of morons. Yeah, um, they, that is a dumb organization over there. Yeah, they like the GM resigned. The interim guy probably just does whatever the owner wants him to. Like it's it's a mess. So I'm not really expecting much out of that. Uh, yeah, I kind of feel like if the Yankees continue in this upward trend, we're not going to make any positional trades. So we'll probably just go towards pitching. Yeah, I feel like that's probably going to be what the the deal is. Um, another target, Kyle Gibson from the Rangers. Obviously, we just made a deal with them for Odor, which has done nothing for us, really. It's definitely been a eh. Yeah, wholly underwhelming. If you just wanted a lefty bat, you could have gotten one of free agency. Like, you could have just signed Kyle Schwarber for money instead no, of... No, we need to spend two months trying to figure out how to sign DJ LeMahieu. God, that was so bad. This were run by a bunch of idiots. Well, that, that one I'm going to blame just strictly on Hal because it's just like, we have to figure out the money situation. It's like, come on, man. Just let him sign DJ, and then we'll just... Come on. Anyways, I don't guess. Having his best year. Yeah, which is so not strange because it, it, it's a contract year for him, but you always have to worry. Yeah, you have to worry. Yeah, you always have to worry about regression. So yeah, it's, okay. he's hitting his zenith. We might end up going back down. So. Yeah, or it could be just like a JA half thing, like 2018. We got him, and he was just a nice rental down the stretch. So anything's possible there. It wouldn't be the worst idea. We've kicked the tires on making a deal with him before. Obviously, it's another one people might want to package in Joey Gallo uh, for him. People love the package, Dave. I mean, you know, when you look at one roster and you're like, oh, there's like one guy, like, you know, you name one guy from a roster and you look at the rest of you're like, oh, that could be a nice addition too. So like for that would be like Gallo and uh, Gibson or Joey or uh, Gibson and uh, Willie Calhoun's another one who I've seen too. A lefty bat would be a good outfield addition, although Calhoun doesn't really play a good left field at all. Um, yeah, there's an option. Um <laughs> The Reds have a couple of guys who we've always been talking about for the past. I don't know. I like, like talk about Sonny Gray because that's your that's your baby right there. They're not going to bring him back. It's just no, a pipe dream. They're not, and it's really stupid that it's even a possibility. I don't know. Like he's only got one year left in the deal. Like what's the point? It's going to go poorly. <laughs> will it? Will it? Maybe he'll be good. Damn it. We thought that every time he started for us, and it never happened. I can still dream. Damn it. Larry Rothschild's not here. He had beef with Larry. As of R2C2. Oh, that was the episode that Bauer was on, too. I forgot about that. I willingly listened to that. Willingly listened to that. That was a time. Anyways. Um, no, well, Sonny, probably not going to happen. They're probably never going to reunite with him. Uh, no. We're going to lump these last two guys in together because they're definitely high upside guys. Yeah, are the pipe dreams of the pitching acquisition that you can think of. Yeah, I think they have two years left to arbitrate, uh, two years left in team control, which is huge. They're under 30. They're both right-handers who uh, have had their ups and downs past years, but overall give you like a definitely a solid number two. Um, Luis Castillo, who we talked about in the offseason, and Jose Barrios from the Twins. Um, Castillo's had a rocky year. He, I think he's been better as of his last few starts. Let me just pull him up. But uh, what do you think that would cost? It's probably going to cost us a pretty penny. Yeah, that's going to be a Frazier and another player plus prospects or Andahar and another player plus plus prospects or they're probably just going to ask straight up for uh, Glaber again, which I can oh, definitely yeah. see. 
Yeah, he was the nice popular target. Um, let me see. Last seven days. Yeah, so the last five starts for Castillo. He's had a rough go of the season, but the last five starts for him. Uh, one and three, 2.43 ERA, 29 two-thirds innings pitch, 29 strikeouts over the same span. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been pitching a lot better. It was really his – oh, okay. In June, he's pitched a lot better. In April, March, and May, he's been – he was awful. Like, <laughs> we're talking about an ERA that was pushing like seven, but he's come back down to earth, which has been nice. Yeah. Um, he still has – yeah, he's not afraid until 2024. I think two years left of arbitration, so um, – he would definitely give you something good there. It's going to cost a lot. Yeah. Uh, Brios has one more or two more years of arbitration left. He's not free until 2023. Um, he's had a relatively really, he's had a really good year. Um, 2.56 ERA, seven and two, 14 starts, uh, 87 strikeouts and 83, 83 into third innings. Um, yeah. He's been really good overall. The twins look like likely sellers. They could get back to 500 ball soon, but they probably should start selling. I don't think they sell Brios. So, and I don't think the Reds sell Castillo. You're going to have to overwhelm them with a package. And they're definitely going to ask for probably Glaber to start off, I guess. Um, yeah, they're going to have to talk him down out of that. Yeah. So that's probably non starter. But if Cash wants to go big and he wins a starter, which like is a necessity with Kluber being out and Debbie kind of regressing at AAA and Schmidt being MIA. Exploding. Yeah. What's up with Schmidt? Have you heard anything? I think he's going to start a rehab soon. I don't even know. I hope he does. Uh, Voight's back up. Oh, he is? Darren O'Day and Justin Wilson are doing rehab in AAA. Oh, cool. That's breaking news. As per who? As per the Yankees Twitter account. Oh, nice. That's good. That's good. Um, so we're, we're, we're getting healthy. Yeah. It's, uh, it's hot boy summer. Uh, anyways. Um, oh God, those are... Uh, those are some of the pitching targets we thought about. Um, there's not really much else out there. A lot of these guys are hurt, which is kind of the issue. Like even John Gray's hurt, so that's that has been good. Um, this does feel like what Sevy's coming. Hopefully, hopefully coming back mid August. Yeah. yeah. So you can't really say he's going to be your acquisition because you're only going to get him for a month at most. And we've seen how that's played out before, where they'll ramp him up back to game speed, and then he's just burns out again in October. God willing, we make the postseason. He's a part of it. That could be huge. But I think you really need a guy to get in there just to help because Kluber does not seem like he's coming back anytime soon. And no. the rest of the – like, after Cole, everything's very shaky. and You just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's not uh, It's not looking great. It's not what you want, as uh, Joe Girardi would say. Um, less than Jake. Less than Jake. Um, yeah, no, we have Cole. We have Monty. Herman, Monty and Herman have been eh. They've been fine. It's just like you need you need more. You need you more. need another horse, which is what we've been saying for the past I don't know x amount of years. So we don't have that right now. Um, I'm not saying you got to go and get a sub number two, but at least some depth options would be nice. Just guys who can eat innings for you. Um, so yeah, definitely something they should have should look into. I I would want a starter at the deadline. I don't know who, but we'll figure that out as it goes along. We'll see who's going to sell to by the time. Uh, by the time we probably record next, we'll get a clear picture of like who's probably going to be selling. Um, you can always reunite with Jay Hat from the Twins. That happens. Diebacks are selling. I'll tell you that much. Diebacks. Oh boy. Yeah. Let's talk about center field targets because uh, that's a black hole right now. Uh, Brett Garner exists. 
He is being paid money to play baseball for the New York Yankees. That is correct. Yes. Uh, how much money again? Uh, was it seven mil? No, a little less. Four millies. Four mils. I think seven was the the two year total. If everything. Oh uh, yeah, with the option. Oh god, yeah. please, please, please go horribly wrong. Um. Yeah, four mil this year. You're right. But we have some options that we can look at. Uh, one of those being a member of Space Force. <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, we'll link it yeah. uh, on Twitter uh, unwillingly. It'll, you'll, just get a, you'll see a big question mark go up from us. Yeah. Uh, Starling Marte, who is now being known as the Rat Man. Uh, yes. Remy from Ratatouille himself. <laughs> potential target. Uh, Barring investigation for crimes against animals. He launched a rat into orbit using a bottle rocket. Allegedly. 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 It could have been someone else and he just reposted the video, but it was from a first person perspective. So it looked pretty awful. Yeah. This isn't breaking news or anything that we're not reporting on it. We're just commenting on what we saw on Twitter. So don't take this for granted. Uh, but yeah, uh, Starling Marte has been the big target. Uh, not a lefty bat, unfortunately, but he's been playing a mean center field with uh, the Marlins. He has said he wanted to resign there, but I don't know if that's going to happen just because it is the Marlins. Um, it would be nice for Jeter to kick us one last favor. <laughs> um, give me the gift basket. Give us the gift basket. Um, yeah, so he's the popular target. That might turn into a bidding war, though, because he's probably the best center field option available. Um, yeah. I've seen that the Sox might go after him, too. Both of the Sox, honestly, because the other ones are missing uh, Lucas Rubair, so. Rest in peace. Yeah, that's the. He's probably the most ideal target. He's a rental. Won't call, he's going to cost you a decent amount, and they know our farm system better than anyone else's because Jeter has a lot of former Yankees in his front office. So, um, the other Marte, Cattell Marte. Let's talk about the D backs. He's looking pretty decent. I got his stats pulled up here. It's not the worst. I think if the yeah. Diamondbacks are selling low enough and you can pull it off, I would say go for it. Yeah, they're probably going to sell on him because he has a ton of years left. Not a ton of years, but he's got, like, I think two or three years left on that contract. So yeah. he's been playing relatively well. 160 OPS plus. Wow, geez. He's missed some time due to injury, but he plays a decent center field, a pretty good middle on field. He's the ideal target for the Yankees because he's young. He's only 27 years old. Um, plays center field. He plays both, all three positions up the middle, second, short, center. Um, and he's under a team-friendly contract for the foreseeable future. That's going to cost you a pretty penny, though. Like, that will cost you, like, probably one of the starters like uh davy or schmidt um plus 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 yeah i couldn't tell you what honestly yeah he's got two team options left jeez louise and they're for cheap eight he's got he's under contract next year plus two team options one for eight mil the other one for 10 mil and then he'll hit free agent at the free agency at 31 yeah that's a no-brainer if you're looking to go big and you need a center fielder yeah so so i want to keep him on can't have a pipe dream um I don't think we'll go big for him. I feel like that's more of just media speculation than anything else. Um, yeah. Well, they always speculate big rather than anything else. So Yeah, I feel like there's going to be more incremental additions for us. Uh, I don't think we're going to go big, but that's not a huge deal if the offense is turning a corner because then you don't yeah. have to worry too much. You just kind of need an outfielder, at least a center fielder, hopefully. Uh, or you can acquire John Carlos Stanton's cardio and put him in the field. Honestly, probably the best addition we could possibly make at this point. Um that and getting a healthy Luke Voigt for the rest of the year would be awesome too. Uh, just 
couple other ones. These are more corner outfield targets. Like if you want to shift some guys around a certain way or just get some depth out there. Cause obviously left field hasn't been the greatest of, uh, hasn't given us the greatest offensive production this year. Uh, always fan favorite by fan. I mean, just Brian Cashman and us. Cause we like dingers. Uh, Kyle Schwarber. We've been dreaming on that bat in Yankee Stadium for years, and now he's breaking. Yeah, big man who hits dingers. Yeah, what he's else can I say? A pretty penny though now. Yeah, because he's a uh, he's a player of the week. He's a pricey rental. Yeah, player of the week. Um, but yeah, we've been dreaming on that bat in Yankee Stadium for years. Um, it'd be a nice lefty addition in the middle of that order. Uh, would most likely play left, although you probably should just platoon a DH and left with Sand at that point. But um, I don't know. I feel like he's probably the most likely trade target out of all these guys that I'm listing here. Well, I mean, yeah. you have Javi Baez and Trevor Story on there, so I would say yes. I would yeah, say. well, those are the for funsies one I put down. We, we ever, yeah. It's all funsies. Oh. Yeah, Story and Javi are probably our two, like, just way far-fetched candidates. Like, people keep wanting to give us a shortstop, and obviously those are the two that are most readily available in a trade. Yeah. I doubt either of them are going to be here at all. Um, Story feels like the more likely of the two, even though Javi probably costs – well, no, Javi's going to cost you a decent amount, even though he probably shouldn't cost you that much. He means a lot to Chicago. Um, yeah, those are just some of our trade targets. Um, John Gray would be cool. I, I'm expecting Kyle Schwarber and Pinstripes within a month. <laughs> I need him now. I need him now. He could play first base, right? How hard could it be? Tell him, Wash. It's incredibly hard. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Come watch Moneyball. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tweet us your uh, trade options, trade ideas. Um, I'm expecting to get a lot of Max Scherzers in there too, I think. That'll be a fun package deal. Uh, uh, English, uh, Schwarber and Scherzer. That's a nice, nice dream, a nice uh, package that we could dream about, right? Yeah, get those packages ready, baby. Get them ready. Yeah. T- tweet it. Give us your takes. Who do you think? Uh, who do you guys think? At D Train Daily. At D Train Daily. Who do you think the Yankees are going to target the deadline? Why do you think they're going to target them? All that jazz. Um, all right. Daniel. Did we hit everything? We're on a mind gap already? Damn. I think so. I don't know. Unless you want to talk about Boone, I guess. We can talk about yeah, Boone. I'm good. I don't want to talk. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees haven't fired a coach in season since like the early 90s. It's not going to happen. Uh, do you think he, after the season, though, like if things go screwy, like just total sideways, like they feel like they've been going, do you think he's I gone? Think they probably want. If the if that happens and we miss the playoff, shit hits the fan. Um, they probably need to have a candidate in mind before they fire him, rather than fire him then go find a guy. People feel like the in-house guy is probably gonna be Nevin, and I don't think that's gonna happen, honestly. No, like if they just promote from within. Doesn't but feel right. No, I uh, I think the that's only guy. Cool. Well, the only guy we talk about, like if you have one in mind, and like it might come down well he did sign an extension but like i think the extension's up now or whatever i don't know but mattingly has been the guy that has been like kind of just in the weeds yeah i mean forever though ever since he started coaching it's been when is yeah like when is he coming back to the bronx when is he gonna win a world series with the yankees like it would be the fun story buck is obviously the other guy that people keep mentioning online i just i think he's done with managing like i know he's been a solid in studio analyst and he knows how to dissect the game pretty well from an old school approach and a new school approach actually, but I can't see it. Yeah. Um, I think he's generally done, but if you want a guy with like a bit of an old school touch, I I wouldn't like Mattingly, honestly. Yeah. I don't hate it. If it happens, I'm a fan. It's good for narratives. We love those stories. 
we do too. Um, yeah. All the Donnie baseball shirts they're going to sell in the Bronx if that happens. Ooh, I would buy a Madeline jersey tomorrow. I, I've always wanted one, actually. Probably it's a good number. 23, yeah. Donnie Mattingly, Don Mattingly highlights are different. They're really go. Fun. They're fun. If you ever get a chance, go look up just like any 1985 highlights from the year he won MVP. It's a lot of fun. That dude sadly never got his moment in the Bronx. But uh, yeah, I think that's basically it for just Yankee stuff for the most part. All right. We're minding this gap then. Let's do it. All right. New York City mayoral race is coming up. They're casting their early votes, trying to weed out the bad candidates, of which they all seem like bad candidates, but I digress. So which active Yankee would make the best mayor for New York City? And Dave, let me pick first. I pick the obvious guy. I pick the facey guy. Pick the face of Pepsi, face of Jersey Mike's. You could have it his way. He's going to let you have New York City Aaron's way, and that's the best way. I don't know any of the policies that he would implement, but I just have a feeling that Aaron Judge would do it right. And, I think he's worse than Andrew Yang, so. Yeah, I mean, all the candidates suck, Andrew <laughs> Yang especially. Um, so I'm just saying Aaron Judge, based on vibes alone and giving it to you Aaron's way, would probably make the best mayor of New York. And honestly, with his popularity, he would probably have a decent crack at getting it. Honestly, yeah, considering he's probably one of the more, uh, more popular players in New York in general. Um, my vote, I went a little more rational here. I went with Higashioka, honestly. Uh, I, I feel like he's rationally on this podcast. Uh, like my irrational vote would have been for Aroldis Chapman, but uh, I don't want to go that far. Um, no. Kidding. Uh, my irrational vote probably would have been Cole. Uh, but my rational vote is going to be uh, Higgy. Um, I think he's the best of both worlds. Backup catchers always make really good leaders. Uh, the dude notes Spanish, too, which is also really cool. Um, yeah, I just think Higgy would make an ideal just candidate for a leadership position. He'd probably be a future manager one day, honestly. Yeah. Backup catchers always make, like I said, they always make the best managers. Case in point, Joe Girardi. Um, yeah, so also tweet at us who you guys think would make a great mayor of New York out of all the current Yankees or former Yankees, too. Jeter would probably be a popular option, but uh, let us know. Yeah, I honestly think Jeter Arod would be the one two punch for mayor. Oh like, yeah. At least like who would I they'd certainly rake in votes, that's for sure. Honestly, I'm gonna put out a poll once we're finished wrapping this up. I want to see what people think. All right. Sounds good to me. Anything else you want to cover? I don't think so. I think Yankees are looking better because honestly they couldn't look worse. Uh, uh trades hopefully coming in soon stove maybe warming up and we got the all-star game of which there may be two or three Yankees headed out to Denver. Not yeah. at Judge already declined the home run derby. Any, you think anyone else opts in Gary? Probably not. Right. No, I don't. I think Gary would probably want to keep his swing going. Um, yeah. I wouldn't want to mess around with that anyway. So that makes sense. Ron Carlo would be fun as hell in that stadium. Ooh, he does enjoy playing in the derby too. So like I, it wouldn't be like the most shocking thing for me to, for him to say yes. Yeah. But uh, I, I doubt it. Just because I, I feel like he wants to get a swing, right? If, I think if we were playing better as a team and we were in a better spot and players were hitting consistently, we'd probably see one guy in there. But Yeah. He if, has been one of our more consistent hitters, Giancarlo, at least. So it's a possibility. I doubt it, but it would be fun. I feel like a lot of them are going to save it for next year because a decent amount of these dudes come from California and they want to hit in L.A. So Yeah. Although Colorado is the most fun option. Like, can't deny. Next to Yankee Stadium, honestly. Yeah. So we'll see. 
hopefully a couple of these guys get to uh, the game and uh, we'll probably recap it the closer we get, talk about some all-star voting and stuff like that. Uh, but until then. Until then, this has been another D Train Daily podcast. Yeah, stick around. Maybe yep. uh, we'll record sometime soon. Maybe we won't. We're not really sure. <laughs> follow us on Twitter or we'll follow you first. Probably follow you first. Yeah. All right. See you. All right. See you. And uh, I can tell you it's a privilege to be back. I'll be talking to you all soon.